0: Unencumbered by political correctness, undeterred in her mission to spread the truth, unafraid to be a true conservative, she's unapologetic, uncompromising, unwavering, and an undeniably powerful voice when we need it most. This is Rose Unplugged.
1: You know, Mike is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. What's one of the problems that we have every day? Towels that don't absorb. I hate that. They look really pretty in the store. They cost a lot of money. And guess what? They just don't dry you off very well. Not the case with my pillow towels. How do I know this? Because I use them. It turns out that of all the towels, and we have a lot somehow, in my house, my favorite towels are the MyPillow ones. They stay as fluffy as the first day I bought them, and they are very absorbent. Right now, you can get a six-piece set, For only $29.98, you know that's a good deal. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast specials, enter promo code ROSE. Joining us today on Rose Unplugged is president and CEO of Border 911, and we'll talk more about that coming up. He's the former acting ICE director, retired federal agent. You see him all the time on Fox News. Tom Homan joining us today. Tom, how are you?
0: Well, good. I'm way to the airport heading back to D.C.
1: All right. Wow. The swamp. OK, well, God bless you and protect you. Hey, listen, you know what? There's so much talk about what's happening in Israel and it is so relatable to what's happening on our border. But we're not talking a lot about the border right now. Occasionally you'll get a story in the media, but not so much about why this is so very dangerous and why what's happening in Israel will have an effect on us. I want to talk about a lot of things. But first, let's start with Director Christopher Ray. He was appearing before the Senate Homeland Security Committee not too long ago to testify about the threat on our border. And he said that the reality is that the terrorism threat has been elevated throughout 2023. But the ongoing war in the Middle East has raised the threat of an attack against Americans in the United States to a whole other level. And he wasn't the only security person sounding an alarm because earlier the San Diego Field Office Intelligence Division of Customs and Border Protection, they warned that their intelligence indicated that individuals with ties to terror groups could attempt to enter the United States. So they named specific groups, Tom, as I'm sure you know, Hamas, Palestinian, Islamic, Jihad, Hezbollah, all of them classified as terror groups by our government. You've been warning about this for years, but now that we've got what's happening in Israel happening, and and, and we have the Ayatollah Khomeini saying that in a tweet, that be assured that the rest of the world will have damage inflicted upon them, particularly the United States. And they said that is very much part of their plans. Here we go. No one's done anything about the border, and we are at our most vulnerable right now, aren't we? Look, I've been
0: saying for two years that what's happening on the southern border is a huge national security failure because people need to understand that. You know, I was in Israel six months ago. I saw the border apparatus. They got like six different borders, depending on what country or West Bank or or the Gaza Strip the territories they are bordering. And uh, one of the areas that got penetrated by the terrorists is one of their sophisticated, most sophisticated systems. Now, and, and, and their system is, is just as sophisticated as ours is, if not more. Based on intelligence but if they can penetrate their wall system and their security system what's that say about us when our southern border is open right now we got a, a, a verified 1.7 million people have crossed our border and got away since Joe Biden's house we, we got that from video traffic drone traffic and such traffic 1.7 million people got away and people need to understand border patrol arrested people in 71 different countries many of these countries are responsible with terror. They've arrested nearly 300 people on the terrorist watch list. So, if you think a single one of 1.7 million Galloways didn't, didn't come from the country sponsoring terror, then, then you're a moron to the data. So, this is a huge security threat, and terrorists are going to use the route of least resistance to get into our country, and that's the southern border. After 9 11, we created all these databases the no fly list, the uh, database, the visa security program, all these programs we put in place to prevent another 9-11 where they got in with a visa or a plane ticket we made all these databases programs it's been pretty successful but what terrorist at this point is going to put it uh, apply for a visa or try to get a plane ticket when he knows he would be vetted through these systems when he can send mexico pay the cartels a little bit extra money and be a gotaway Southwest border is a huge national security
1: failure. I can't believe that. No one will admit that. Mallorca, John plays everything when he's asked about it. And then, okay, so you mentioned the 1.7 million known gotaways. In the last three years, we've had over 7.5 million illegal aliens come into this country. We're going to talk about some of the problems that they're having now in New York City and Chicago, but we'll get to that in just a moment. orcas did confirm like about a week or so ago that over 600,000 aliens were known guttaways just in fiscal year 23 alone. We're not even done with the year yet. When we talk about guttaways, for my audience's sake, what are we saying exactly? We had 7.5 million illegal aliens come in, 1.7 known gutaways.
0: Yeah, first of all, my is wrong on 600,000. He knows it won't take any light under oath. But, but by the way, <laughs> someone that crosses the border it is not arrested by the border because border is so overwhelmed in these processing centers, they're not on patrol. People need to understand, every day on the southwest border, depending on what sector you're looking at, they're down 70, 70 to 90 percent of agents in any given sector are pulled off the line to process your overcrowding and change diapers, make baby formula, make sandwiches, take people yes. to airports, take people to When it when So when the border goes down 70 to 90%, that, that means 70 to 90% less people on patrol and some people cross the border and get away. Now, how do they count that out of waste? Two electronic surveillance, they'll, 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 they'll set off a sensor, they'll set off a drone, they'll set off a camera, and we capture images coming across the border. However, Border patrol wasn't able to respond and arrest them Because, again, they're so overwhelmed, the overcrowding, the processing. So 1.7 million people. We don't know who they are. We don't know where they came from. We don't know where they ended up. But, again, that's just scared the hell out of everybody because if I'm a terrorist, I want to do something bad in this country, what's the easiest way to get in? The southwest border. Even easier, the northern border. Last year, everybody's talking about the record uh, crossings last year. They arrested 227 people on terrorist watch list just last year in FY23. 227. But that's the southern border alone. If you actually look at the northern border, they arrested 432 off the terrorist watch list. So we're over 659 for one year. So let's not forget the northern border, too. They've arrested more people off the terrorist watch list on the northern border that no one talks about than they did on the southern border. Again, this is the biggest national security failure I've seen in this country since 9-11. And and, I can't tell you how many terrorists have successfully got into this country but someday we're
1: going to find out. Oh, if yeah, we bad will. Day
0: for
1: America. Heck yeah we will. And you know, and you mentioned we're talking numbers here, so let's talk about what Customs and Border Protection have come up with internally. They said that over 73,000 special interest aliens were encountered between October 21 and, and 23. And again, as you always say, those are the ones that they've encountered. So and when you talk about 1.7 million gutaways, you have to figure that even if 1% a half of 1% had nefarious intentions. We're in trouble.
0: Yeah, we are. People need to not know that there's thousands that come across the border that we don't even know about. That's right. So again, there are, large part, there are large portions of the border, like the Big Bend sector, the, the National Park area, very treacherous terrain, where there is no fence. There is no drone traffic. There is no you know, camera traffic. There's a lot of parts of the border we don't have electronic surveillance. Again, like the northern border. Uh, and large parts of the southern borders. There's thousands that get in this country every day that we don't know. You know, We just don't know because we don't have any way to track them, and, but if everybody thinks that no one's getting this country untraced, that they, they absolutely are. So um, the last Chief of in a touch fight in front of Congress, I think he, he says that known gotaways, if you want to count the unknown gotaways, you probably need to add another 25%. Hmm. I personally think you, you need to add another 50%, so the gotaways are a big issue, but look, even the ones they catch, people need to understand when they vet them, like these special these special interest aliens you're talking about, tens of thousands of them, yeah, they go through a vetting procedure. Here's what people need to understand. The vetting is only as good as the information we have. So unless this person was caught on a Title Three wiretap, unless he was involved in some sort of investigation, his name came up, or unless he was encountered on the battlefield by DOD, he may not have any record. Oh, he see. could still be a terrorist. He's just never been encountered before. So even the vetting process isn't foolproof. For instance, El Salvador. Do you think El Salvador has a criminal justice reporting system like <laughs> we do, the NCIC, Triple I? Of course they don't. So you don't know who these people are because these systems, many of the poorer countries, don't have uh, a modern uh, technology to track people in their criminal histories. Even, even worse... Yeah, had 30,000 Chinese males, uh, military age, entered the border in the last two years. Even if they are terrorists, even if they came here to do us harm, do you think the People's Republic of China is going to share that data with us? Oh, God. They're no. our enemy. To a lot of these countries, Afghanistan. Yeah, we, we, we left Afghanistan. Now it's under control of terrorism. Do you think any vetting we do on the country about Afghanistan is going to be good since uh, since now that, all that intelligence and all that data is owned by ISIS? No. The vetting is only as good as the information we have access to, which is very limited.
1: Excellent point. Yeah, because so we're talking about these SIAs. They're coming from places, as you said, Afghanistan, Iran, Pakistan, Lebanon. And, you know, these are people, there, there are potentially these fighters who are motivated by their ideology or mercenary soldiers coming over here. It's so scary, too, to have direct ties, possibly, likely, to Hamas, Hezbollah, the Islamic Jihad or Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps of Iran. I mean, th- all of this is absolutely likely, isn't it? I and mean, it's not even just something that we're talking about, throwing some ideas out there. This is something that is probably very likely at the moment.
0: Well, look, you know, we know that there's a lot of nations in this country that hate the United States and um, they're responsible for terror. Look, again, border patrols arrest people from 171 different countries. They arrest people from Syria from Turkey, from Uzbekistan, from North Korea, from Russia, a lot of from China. A lot of these countries are not our friends. Uh, but Afghanistan alone, after we left to Afghanistan, they released thousands, and I mean thousands, of terrorists from the prisons whose sole goal in life is to destroy this country. Now, they've arrested Afghanistan coming across the border. So you don't think a single terrorist from Afghanistan can... All you got to do is get to Mexico, pay a little bit extra money to get away. Because you pay the cartels two different amounts of money. You pay, lot, you pay them a certain amount of money to get you across the border, turn yourselves in and border patrol, get processed, get released within a day, get flown to the city of your choice on a taxpayer dime. Yeah. Get work authorization for the next five to seven years until you have a hearing. If you even show up for the hearing.
1: Yeah, now exactly. You pay a
0: lower price. You pay a lower price that giveaway program. So why did $1.7 pay more to get away. Wow. They did it. Right? Why wouldn't they take advantage of the giveaway program? Why are they going to pay more to get to Chicago or New York uh, unscathed? The reason? There's only one valid reason. They don't want to be better. They don't want to be fingerprinted. They want to go through this. They want to be released. They don't want anybody to know they're here. These are the people who are carrying a fentanyl to kill Americans. These are going to be gang members and criminals. And these are going to be people from uh, countries that sponsor terror. There's a reason. They're paying more to get away.
1: Oh God! Let's talk about let's let's talk about children too. I mean, first of all, we've got the threat of these ideologists coming through. But when we talk about the children, what really surprised me, and I know you and I have talked about this before, and that you are very passionate about this subject, and and I can hear the emotion in your voice in the past. But when we talk about the children, and it surprised me, Tom, because the New York Times actually believe this or not, and I'm sure you saw it. This was some months ago. Wrote a, an entire story on the DHS how. they have lost track of about 85,000 unaccompanied children. The people that were red flagging things that worked for DHS got fired because they were red flagging and questioning where these children were going, in some cases where they knew where they were going. So... There, there's no operation right now, from what we can tell, because Majorca was asked about this and he tried to shift the blame to HHS and he accused the Senate of conflating the issues. But really, we're not. Are there any operations Operations to recover these missing children? So many of them are being used as, let's face it, like slave labor. And God knows what else. What else they're being used for?
0: Well, look, we, we know that over 360,000 children have come across the border since the White House. We know the government's lost about 100,000 of them because they released them to what I call unvetted sponsors. Yes. Um, And I said from the beginning, I said, if you don't vet these people properly, you know, the U.S. citizens sponsors, for instance, I said, now these children are going to be in forced labor. And we're always seeing six or seven different investigations where children, as young as nine, were working in a meatpacking plant on the midnight shift, cleaning up entrails and so forth. Yes. After the plant was closed. They're going to be forced labor. They're going to be they're going to be living with a pedophile. They're going to be uh, sexually abused, forcing a child prostitution. The 100,000 children, and and they keep on to beat up the Trump administration what they call zero tolerance where 2,500 parents are separated. But those kids were put in licensed daycare and their parents are getting criminally prosecuted. But how dare they point at the Trump administration when they've lost track of 100,000 children? I guarantee you the vast majority of these children are being mistreated. There was one case where they had uh, four young girls all given to a sponsor, a male, a single male sponsor. Oh, my God. They, who, who the hell does that? So, yeah, these uh, these children are living a life of hell. They don't care. The HHS secretary, Becerra, I saw him in a speech about a month ago, bragging how uh, what sh- short time these children are in HHS custody. Payment, you know, they're not in government custody very long. We're, we're, we're moving out quickly and yeah. they're spending very little time with us. That's nothing to brag about because because you're releasing them so quickly. You're not vetting properly, and that's why you're missing these children. These children, believe me, a large amount of that 100,000 are living a life of hell every day because this government did not do the right thing. On the Trump administration, we did DNA testing on the border. We made sure a family unit was a family unit. They're not doing that anymore. And when I was the ICE director, we, had, we took, did some pilots on DNA testing, and I believe one place in El Paso at one point in time, at least one-third of the families family, families, weren't related per DNA testing. So children are being trafficked at record numbers. So they, they're failing to do DNA testing. I've said this for two years. This administration is focusing on one thing, send more resource to, resources to the border to process quicker and release quicker because if they can prevent overcrowding, they ain't going to say nothing to see here, no crisis here. But when they do that, they put these young children, vulnerable women, at great risk.
1: And if you do raise a red flag, like a woman named Brandler who was featured in the New York Times story, she was fired. <laughs> for no reason they didn't tell her why they just revoked her um, her access to the building during her lunch break and she was never let back in and one of the things too there was a whistleblower representing child trafficking that they that said that the child trafficking investigation or whatever you want to call it has been put on the back burner by homeland security you mentioned something about making sandwiches but listen there was a story out there that the reason why it turned out the agents who would be involved ordinarily and, and looking into the child trafficking and looking at each case, we're actually pulled to make sandwiches for immigrants instead. They're not doing really anything right now. And as you said before, they're making sandwiches. They bring pulled off the things that are as important as checking into child trafficking to make sandwiches.
0: Yeah, people need to understand, though. Know, Tim Ballard, son of freedom. Look, like Tim Ballard's done great work. He's, he saves hundreds of kids. But people need to understand, even though Tim Ballard did great work, people need to understand that ICE. Homeland Security investigations, other division of ICE, Homeland Security investigations—they rescue thousands of children every year from drug traffickers. But now you got hundreds of these agents. Last I knew, it was over six hundred. They post six hundred agents waiting for high-profile investigations on drug trafficking, child trafficking, oh God. Uh, 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 technology being smuggled out of the country to our warfighters, like missile technology. Very important criminal investigations have been put on the back shelves now because they've been sent down the southern border to assist with the process of illegal aliens. And I, and I read the same story. that I've, I've, I've talked to an actual uh, HSI that made sandwiches but i talked to them that, that are babysitting. They're making uh, daily runs to, to get supplies. They're, going, they're taking people to airports with a free plane ticket to, to wherever they want to go for the taxpayers. So, yeah, HSI agents are doing very sophisticated, very important investigations for the safety and security of this nation. Are down there babysitting. It's it's just
1: unbelievable. It's,
0: I, I can't. But every day I wake up and I'm pissed off. I I, I, I well, it makes me so angry. I've done this for you know 34 years. And we handed this administration the most secure border in my lifetime, uh-huh. and they purposely unsecured it. And, and because they unsecured it, record amount of Americans are dying from that now. Record amount record amount of migrants have died across the border, nearly 1,700. We got a record amount of non inspected terrorists being arrested at the border. I just can't believe it. This administration came in and intentionally unsecured the most secure border I've ever had. I just I wake up every day pissed off that, they, that any president or any secretary would come and do this.
1: Unbelievable. And when you talk about drugs, listen, I I don't know if you heard the story that came out of Pittsburgh, where I'm based out of. The police thought there was someone very suspicious outside of the bus station. And he tried to avoid the police and their eyes and everything else. So eventually the officers arrested the man and they first had gone through his backpack. They found... $1.6 $1.6 million worth of fentanyl. And so he was arrested. But guess what? We had a judge that let him go out. No cash bail. The guy fails to show up for court. Of course, right? He had enough of fentanyl in his backpack. He had enough for 450,000 doses, which could have killed a couple of times over all of the people of Allegheny County, uh, which Pittsburgh is part of. And so what, what's the message we're sending to drug dealers and those coming across the border? Come to Pittsburgh because guess what? You're going to have no cash bail. You can leave. You know, you're not going to get in any trouble if you get caught. Maybe you won't get caught. But even if you do, so what? This is, what, this is, what we're, this is the message that we here in Pittsburgh are sending to those who are coming across the border with drugs to kill our children.
0: Well, DEA alone last year, DEA alone. Needs enough fentanyl to kill every man, woman, child in this country oh twice, oh and that's what the D.A.C. Now, state state law enforcement agencies, local law enforcement agencies, they're they seizing records amounts too. Arizona DPS a record amount. Uh, about fifty percent of all the fentanyl seized were, we're seized in the state of Arizona. So, look, and, and the bottom line is, they're going to keep moving it because the border is wide open. And when you got seventy to ninety percent of law enforcement taking off the border, there are large areas of the border that they can move drugs through without being, without being caught. Because look, the criminal cartels of Mexico, you need to understand, when you see these big caravans, 200 or 300 people coming across, that's not by accident. Mm. The, the criminal cartels are going to tell them where to cross, when to cross, and because they got a plan. So when they send that group of 200 family units through, they know that with that 30% of agents that are left on the border are going to go to that crossing to deal with that humanitarian crisis. A lot of these people are going to be sick in bad shape. When they do that, they create gaps, and that gaps is when they move the fentanyl through. That's when they move trafficking of women and children through. So the criminal cartels in Mexico right now are making more money than ever made in the <laughs> history of a criminal cartel. Dang. They're making a record amount of money in animal smuggling. They're making a record amount of money in trafficking of women and children. They're making a record amount of money in drug smoking. That's why you see so much violence in Mexico. The cartels are fighting each other for control of the plazas. They're areas of operation. So, look— the, they're making record amounts of money. They are they operate like a Fortune five hundred company. Now that these cartels are in over forty countries across the globe because of lack of enforcement. And when you open that border up and you take the majority of agents off the line to go into facilities and, and change diapers or whatever, that border is wide open for all sorts of illegalities. Just in the last month, they pulled every agent in, in, in Del Rio for a couple of days, they had so much overcrowd, they pulled every single agent off patrol. El Paso a couple months ago, they pulled every single agent off patrol. So there wasn't a single agent within hundreds of miles of the border. Why did you, you all of the this other stuff? Had a
1: field day with that. Dear God, I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. Unbelievable. And then on the other hand, you have uh, forget about uh, the 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 crime and the uh, and. The Mexican cartels, which is bad enough, and everything they're doing. Now we have others that are in this country. It's amazing to me because the city council just recently in Chicago said, "Um, we don't want to be a sanctuary city anymore. Hey, it takes the Dems a little longer to figure out what we knew from the get-go, okay? Not a good idea, but now pe- places like New York, the, you've got the mayor there saying, hey, you know what, you might end up sleeping on the streets this winter. Maybe we'll pay for a ticket, which is going to be a hell of a lot cheaper to send you back to where you came from. I mean, this is so completely out of control. To, to They're redirecting illegal immigrants back to a ticking, reticketing center. They can get a complimentary one-way plane ticket to anywhere in the world. The, this is... This is clearly out of control.
0: Well, bottom line is, they can get rid, You know, until they get rid of the Saints for City policies, they're going to go to New York, they're going to go to Chicago. Why? Yes. Let's, use, let's use New York, for example. They can get a job, they get free lodging, yes. they get three squares a day, they get medical attention, they can get a driver's license, they can even apply for New York City uh, benefit for legal fees to help them fight their deportation case against the United States government. They understand that they're going to get a free lawyer paid to help fight their deportation from, uh, from the United States. So, and, and if they if they commit a crime, it's a sanctuary city. The, uh, the NYPD is not allowed to call ICE. ICE has been kicked out of Rutgers Island. They can't process criminals or gang members in Rutgers Island anymore. So, if they if they remain a sanctuary city, I got news for them. Governor Abbott don't need to fly them over there or bus them over there. They're coming there anyways because they can be protected. Sanctuary cities are sanctuaries for criminals, period. Mm -hmm. So until they get rid of the sanctuary city policies, there's a reason why Chicago and New York are the top four cities for illegal aliens because they're sanctuaries. They're protected. They're going to keep coming.
1: And in the meantime, in New York, in New York, particularly in the city, the social services for the citizens of that great state are losing out some of their services. Meals on wheels aren't aren't, aren't uh, as busy as, well, they can't. They're not being as funded as they were once before. Some of the libraries. So the people that actually have lived in New York, in New York City in particular, are losing some of these social services that they once had because they can't afford to do both. They can't afford to Feed and yeah, clothe and be house. The, we,
0: can't be the welfare. we can't be the welfare nation for the entire world. No, we, we, just, we can't. can't right? We are though. So right now we got schools. Schools are overcrowded. Hospitals are overcrowded. Uh trauma centers are shutting down. In Yuma, a couple months ago, every maternity bed at Yuma Hospital was, was taken by an illegal animal. If you're a US citizen living in southern Arizona, you had to drive hours to give birth because there was no room at the Yuma Hospital, because they're also illegal aliens who would be giving birth to a U.S. citizen child born in this country. Our school systems can't handle it. Our social service systems can't handle it. Our food banks can't handle it. It's just, you know, it's, it's just, we can't be the welfare nation of the entire world. And, and you know, we we saw on the Trump administration, they addressed us. We, we didn't see thousands released every day. We ended catch and release. When you end catch and release, guess what happened? They stopped coming. If they know they're not going to get caught, and release and get work and get a pre-emergent, they stop coming. Because the truth is, anybody anybody looks, looks up immigration court data, nine out of ten people who claim asylum at our borders never get released in U.S. courts because they simply don't qualify for asylum. You can call them asylum seekers all you want. Right. Nine out of ten will never win their case. So that's where we're at.
1: So let me, okay, so before I close, I do have one final question for you, but I do want to ask you about Border 911 because this is something relatively new. You you started this up in the spring of this year, but it, it appears to be like a solutions-based effort because th- everybody talks about the border, but nobody offers any solutions. So can you tell us just no, a little bit hear. about I, Border 911?
0: I started Border 911 as, as a 501c3 nonprofit. I'm not making a dime. I created this uh, uh, team just to, to do what we're doing right now: talk, to, talk across the country about the truth about border security. What we're talking about—it doesn't matter what your opinion is on illegal immigration. When you cause a crisis this big, it causes drugs to fall across the border, kill Americans. It causes the increase of tra- sex trafficking and women and children. It causes the increase of terrorism. This is about border security, and we walk around, teaching, teach, teach, teach everybody, teach every American what's happening at the border, what's the truth how you can stop it and why it matters why border security matters So when you get to the voting booth next year you vote for the person that's going to work on border security promise he's going to secure the border once again because it's killing americans in record numbers it's killing migrants in record numbers it's putting vulnerable women and children in the sex trade at record numbers this this needs to stop so border one is an educational program i got the best border team in the history of this nation I got Mark Morgan, CBP Commissioner under uh, President Trump. I got Jason Jones, retired captain of the uh, Texas DPS Intel. He knows more about the cartels than anybody. I got Derek Moss, an expert on drug trafficking. I got Sarah Carter, a investigative investigator who us for over 20 years on the southern border. I got Rodney Scott, the, the, who started as a Border Patrol agent, his was rep to be chief for the United States Border Patrol under many administrations. And I got myself. We got the best border team, yes. in my opinion, that's ever been put together and again, no one's making a dime on this. It's about educating America, and that's what
1: we're doing. Oh, I love it. I was so impressed with that. Thank you for what you're doing. I always want to thank you, Tom, because, I mean, you are tireless, and you care so much. I know that you do, personally. I, I just have this final question for you. When we think about the individuals with potential ties to terror groups attempting to enter this country, is it too late? Is it too late?
0: Well, I think three few is here, yes. Now certainly we we can locate and take action, but there's never too late to secure the border. We need to secure it because the longer it takes to secure the border, the more danger enters the country. But do I think there are sleeper cells now in this country? Yes, I I truly believe it. No one's gonna convince me where that border is wide open that a terrorist hasn't said, Wait a minute, I can just simply get to Mexico and cross that border, I'll pay the cartels a little extra money. Look, all they gotta do is watch the news. Thousands cross every day. Average of 7,000 right now across every day. They get released within 24 hours. They get taken to the city of their choice. So, of course, it uh, it's, this scares the hell out of me. So it ought to scare the hell out of every American.
1: Tom Homan, former acting ICE director, retired federal agent, and now president and CEO of Border 911. How can people help through Border 911?
0: Border 911.com. Have them go there. you see some stuff with uh, President Trump, some other things, but border911.com. Go and check it out.
1: Oh, Tom, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. All
0: right, bye-bye. Bye.